0: This podcast is part of the Gunna Geek Network. The opinions expressed may not reflect those of other podcasts or affiliates of this show or Gunna Geek. Check out other geeky podcasts at gunnageek.com. And
1: get ready because geekiness commences. In three, two, one. So, why do you have a, a, a MacBook that you don't use and a $50 laptop? Like, what is going on over there? And that you have, like, a $400 microphone. Like, what's happening? You get confused about the computer. The webcam gets confused about the webcam. Hey, you're the host of the show. You're the host of the show. Um, Yeah, no, you're the host. So whatever you say goes. So you do what you want to do. Whatever you say goes. So I, I learned what a Luddite was. For the
0: first time today, did you learn what a luddite was? Tell me what that is, Jonathan.
1: It's a basket weaver. It it, it was a basket weaving. I can't remember if it was English or American, but they were. They ended up getting replaced by the electric loom. Did you know this? This is so. That's so. Like when somebody says you're such a luddite, as like as like somebody who is uncouth. Right, that is what they were referring to. They were calling you a basket weaver, who was eventually yeah. replaced by an electric loom. Isn't that tragic? is that tragic? This is the. I mean,
0: you've you're not an interesting person. All right, let's like let's let's just. Wait a agree. minute. Are you
1: calling me a luddite? Because I know what that is now.
0: And yes, I. That's what I was doing. The irony turns in on itself on episode ninety nine of Unqualified Gamers, where I, the host Cody Goth, as you mentioned before we went on air. I am apparently the host. When did that happen again?
1: I don't recall ever saying that.
0: Well, mm, okay. We'll see what I can do with that. Uh, talk about... what? Well, listen, I have no business talking about video games, and yet here we are, and then there's you, and then is that, is that a third face I see in this Google Hangout, uh, as it were? We have a special guest, John. Did you know that?
1: I did, because we've been talking to him for a while before this episode started.
0: Okay, well, I wasn't listening. To you, so I was I was not aware. But let's welcome Ryan. Hello, Ryan. Welcome to Unqualified Gamers, A.K.A. Welcome to your nightmare.
2: Hello, and thank <laughs> you for letting me hang out.
0: No, absolutely, uh, Ryan. So we um, gave Ryan a shout out on the last episode. And actually, before I continue, uh, John and I have failed to give a shout out to Christopher Long, who is a longtime listener of ours. Pardon the pun. Um,
1: he one of the res- one of the longest time listeners. Yeah, I mean, and he was he, around from very early on.
0: Yes, and he has contributed to UnqualifiedGamers.com in the form of writing articles. And he asked us last episode was our listener appreciation episode, and he asked us um, a, a question that was kind of a kind of a jokey question, and we kind of blew by it. But in doing so, we failed to like. Um, I guess, show our gratitude to his listening of our podcast. So instead of a quick mention, now you're getting like a full minute dedication uh, of me apologizing for not mentioning you because we do appreciate you and all that you've done for us because it's like cool when people are like, yeah, I will support you. Um, So that's super awesome. So thank you, Christopher, and I'm sorry you couldn't listen live. He said – he said right right now he is a wreck, but maybe by the time we post the remastered episode, he'll be a functional member of society. I don't know what that means, but I hope you're doing well, Chris, and uh, all will be great. Um, but continuing in that vein, we mentioned Ryan in the last episode because you have listened to every episode of Unqualified Gamers. Is that is that actually a thing?
2: That is a thing. Everyone, As soon as I get posted, um, I get notified on my phone and download it. I'm really sorry. I'm really <laughs> sorry that you somehow have subjected
1: yourself to that. Um, I don't that's... I don't have loved ones that are willing to listen <laughs> to every episode of this show. That is... like, I, so I'm 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 honestly floored
0: by that. Um, yeah, it's, it's really awesome, um, and you actually, in, uh, if you didn't hear the last episode, listener, Ryan actually went and, uh, in some of our earlier episodes, we were not iTunes-appropriate. We were explicit. So there were some swears, and he was kind enough to, uh, to send a detailed recap of the swears so that I can go back and edit them um, once I get all the m- episodes migrated to UnqualifiedGamers.com, which they now are, by the way. So you can listen to every episode at UnqualifiedGamers.com, and um, we released an app, so for Android users, there is an app now. Um, currently, you can only stream our podcasts from it, but it is a very streamlined app. Just search for Unqualified Gamers on the Google Play Store or the Amazon Store, and download the Unqualified Gamers app. You can stream any of our episodes it's easy, uh, or check out our YouTube channel. And there's also a feedback form built in, so you can easily like email us and harass us or complain about John's face. Or his stupid bear hat that he's wearing. What are you? Where did you get that bear hat? It,
1: it's a Cubs hat. It's a Cubs beanie. What is it's wrong with you? It's not a
0: Cubs hat. The Cubs are blue with a red C. You're wearing a bear on your head.
1: It's a blue bear with red tassel things. It is absolutely a Cubs hat. What is wrong with you? I can't even. You're tell. a Cubs
0: fan. I I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> you know me? All right. Thank you. See, Ryan gets <laughs> yeah. me. He gets
2: That's me. A good point. I felt. I felt like when I got here, I was supposed to have an animal-related hat as well. I actually have quite a collection from the arcade. <laughs> okay. See. So who's the one left out now, Cody?
0: Uh, well, that would that would be me. Um. Whatever. Anyway, let's start actually podcasting now. Um, but I do want to say a big thanks to Ryan. And in Ryan's email, his last email, he's like, "Oh, I can talk about games too if you want to do that sometime." And I'm like, "Well, all right." So here we are. And uh, we're gonna. I think we're gonna start having some more guests too in the future after episode 100. Um, so we'll see what happens. But um, what we do on Unqualified Gamers is like John and I have. We've let you, the listener, I feel, no – the context of where we're coming from with our reviews. For example, John loved World of Warcraft, Warlords of Draenor, however, he is for a... For a month. For a month. However, he is a working father with a wife and son, a baby even, um, so he does not have the time that uh, to really fully immerse himself in 14-hour raids and things like that. And so that's the context of his review. Great game, but if you're a busy person, maybe you won't enjoy it. Uh, I am like an all-over-the-place guy. Sometimes I binge, sometimes I don't. I'm kind of erratic, but I don't play video games anyway, so I barely review anything, so I don't really count. But let's get – Ryan, I'd like to know, just like give us a little background. Are you a working father? Are you a grandfather? Are you a – A great-grandfather. A great-grandfather. You look young, but it looks to me deceiving. Uh, give us just like a 30-second background on like uh, how much time you have to game
2: and what you do. What should, what do you like? Uh, actually, I have plenty of time to game, but I only use it in spurts. Uh, I like playing short, quick games like Binding of Isaac, Road Legacy, or quick games like uh, the game I'd like to discuss eventually, the Star Realms game. It's a quick, bursty type of game, too. Uh, work full-time, but other than that... I Play full-time as well. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Single
0: right now for the lady listeners? Uh, No, actually. now The girlfriend's out of
2: the house at the moment. She doesn't want to make any unwanted noise, but we're very happily here.
0: <laughs> oh, that is adorable. All right, well, sorry, listener. Uh, all three of us on this podcast are taken. What can you do? Um, okay, cool. But you're not, like, I don't know, unemployed, smoking weed in your parents' basement every night, just playing 30 hours of
2: games a day. No, I passed that five years ago. Minus the weed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it sounds awesome. Let's be honest; that sounds fantastic. I just yeah, I kind of unfortunately, feed that guy. unfortunately, I have to be able to I don't know feed myself, so that's a thing.
0: There's that. Um. All right, cool. So now the listener knows a little bit about you, and we'll also talk about our weekends just briefly because it was the Super Bowl weekend.
2: Did you watch the Super Bowl, Ryan? I didn't know it was on until. Sunday, when somebody brought it up, so no, I didn't watch it. Yes, um, I, huge uh, football fans here on unqualified gamers.
1: We yeah, like all tackle, types of games. Touchdown and yard yard line, right? There
0: are yard lines, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, I was supposed to. So uh, my radio show on Terrestrial Radio is usually I'm at the station four to nine p.m. Sundays. But because Chicago got hit by a major blizzard, um, uh, our host didn't want to drive in from the burbs, and he was like, I'm not coming in. So the show before us just stayed an extra few hours and and did our spot. So I ended up with a free Sunday, because I've worked a radio show during the Super Bowl the last three years, but this year that changed, and I had the opportunity to watch it. And instead, I watched three episodes of Doctor Who with my girlfriend, uh, which was much more rewarding. So that happened. Uh, and I also did something else that I'll get to in a second. But, John, so I'm guessing you watched with your stupid teams and your stupid hats.
1: I did. Actually, so the first, the first day, Saturday, we helped my, my in-laws move into their new house. So congratulations to them. That's awesome. Like, they bought a real-life a real adult grown-up home. It's beautiful. So that was fun. Uh, there were, like, ten people helping move. And I've never moved somebody so fast. Like, we were done we were done moving all of their stuff into their house by 1 o'clock in the afternoon. So, wow. I don't know. It was, yeah, I was expecting, like, an all-day thing. We were done then. And then Sunday we did have a couple people up for the Super Bowl, and it was a good excuse to eat a lot of pulled pork. And there really wasn't Aww. much more. Yeah, there wasn't much more to it. My wife made two full pork shoulders of pulled pork, and we had pulled pork and other stuff. And, drinks.
0: and is that where the bear hat came from? Did you kill the pork and the head is now on your head?
1: So pork is not a bear product.
0: <laughs> I thought so, pork was a
1: kind of bear. No, there is no pork bear, to my, my knowledge. Um, so, uh, no, I've always had the hat. Uh, but uh, to be perfectly honest, like, the Super Bowl to me... I honestly do not care at all about the, t- about the Super Bowl for the most part. I will care when the Vikings are in the Super Bowl. Like, that's when I'll care. But otherwise, the, I use the Super Bowl as an excuse to eat food that's probably not good for you and hang out with people, right? Like, we don't even really watch the game. We just kind of bullshit and we <laughs> have fun and eat my wife's delicious cooking, and it is amazing. Like that's uh, why that is how I Super Bowl and uh, and right I wrote that down so don't worry about it
0: in case you were
1: so, so I don't think that you need to like celebrate something like the Super Bowl or the Oscars or something like that by actually investing yourself in the event in at which you are watching. I think that's you can fair. yeah, you can use it as just a great excuse to get together, you know
0: yeah, no that is a good excuse. I, I should have thought of that, but I don't have friends. So
1: yeah, you know that uh, that adds up. Actually, that makes yeah, a lot of sense.
0: Or it, or it doesn't add up, as it were. Ha!
1: <laughs> you get it? No, no, I don't. All right. Uh, well,
0: the other thing I did Sunday uh, after my, I think I don't remember why I was separated from my from my girl briefly, but I ended up doing the tutorial for Hearthstone Heroes of Warcraft. I think I've talked about that game before.
1: Wasn't it like your number two or three game of the year? I think it was my number three game of the year. And you want to talk about a game you can play in short bursts, Ryan. Do I have a game for you? It's I'm called actually, Hearthstone. Heroes of I've Warcraft. i played a bit.
0: <laughs> you have?
1: Yeah, um, yeah. You can probably go back and listen to my initial review of that game if you want to hear kind of the, the full dirt on on the way the game works and everything, but Cody, what do you have to say about it?
0: Um, Yeah, just go to unqualifiedgamers.com and search Hearthstone in the right if you want to find it, but uh, it is stupidly simple. The cards have attack and health, and that's kind of it. And then Mm -hmm. occasionally they do something, it's kind of it. It's really easy. It's like really, it's like stupidly easy.
1: Mm-hmm. And to to understand. It's stupidly easy to understand. And to pl- I think to play to a degree... Oh, are you winning every game? Uh, Well, I won the last two. Oh,
0: yeah? Yeah, out of how many, then? Out of, like, four. Oh, stupidly easy! Well, alright. Well, the first couple of games I played, they had better decks, because I had, like, zero cards unlocked.
1: So you're saying that you are better than them, they just have better cards. That's what yes, you're telling Yes, I am. That's what I'm okay. saying. Okay. Okay. fair enough. So what do you think of the game? <laughs> because right now you sound like an a-hole. So what do you think of the game?
0: I think I sound like I'm right, is what I sound like, because uh-huh. I am. Because I always am. Um, it's really fun and really addicting, and I forgot how good Blizzard is as a developer. I know it's your favorite developer, and you're probably like, I don't know, like creaming yourself right now over me saying that, but... Like it's a good game. Uh, it's free. There's literally no reason why you wouldn't. Like I there I have a lot of games right now that I paid for sometimes full price and I'm not playing them because Hearthstone's this free, stupidly addicted game that I'm tempted to spend money on already, and I've only played like three hours of it. You should.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I think you should. Yeah, I think you should probably drop. I mean, I'll I- I'll be honest. It's it's maybe one of three free games in my life that I've spent money on and I can't name other ones off the top of my head right now, but I have spent money on Hearthstone and I I don't spend money on free games. I just don't. I've got that same block that many people have where it's like, if I can earn it in game, I'm going to earn it in game. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to like advance that stuff quickly by paying my own money. Because I could get it for free. But Hearthstone, I actually did. I bought the Nexaramis expansion. It's like a one-player thing that they did. And you unlock lock a bunch of cards that way, but I, I did. I, I spent money because I was like, I'm having so much fun with this game. And I haven't spent a damn dime on it. Like, they deserve probably a little of my money for this because they've given me such a good time. And I still get something
2: out of spending money on it as well.
0: And Ryan, you said you got it too, the Nexoramus
2: expansion? Yeah, yeah, and it gives you a bunch of legendary cards, very useful cards, and it's only, I think, like $20. It's, I feel that Hearthstone is definitely a $20 game. So if you're enjoying it now, you might want to look into that.
0: All right. So, yeah, because I think it's 25 when I checked, but it may just be $5 more expensive in Chicago because they like to bend us over with money over in this
1: city. So now how far into it are you? So you've done the tutorial.
0: I did the tutorial, unlocked every character, and I played, like, five matches online.
1: Oh, oh, you fell, you unlocked every character, too. Yeah. So you fell down the hole a little bit. I mean, I played a couple hours. Yeah, that takes a little while to do.
0: Yeah, I played a couple hours straight and unlocked them all. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so now you get to do, so I'll be honest, like, that's all well and good. It really starts when you get them all up to level 10 because you'll have unlocked all of their sets of cards for each character that you can unlock and then you'll have all of your basic cards unlocked as well. And that's really where you can create some some fairly so Blizzard did this awesome thing I think with Hearthstone in that they give everybody access to these to these cards like these this these cards out of what they call the basic deck. But a lot of the cards in the basic deck are so highly valued in terms of their like their attack and health compared to their cost that even like the best decks in the world the people that are playing professionally that you know are getting paid to play it they're still using the cards out of that basic set of cards because of the way that they're budgeted so blizzard has done a really good job of saying hey new players we're going to give you these awesomely strong cards right off the bat that you can make some pretty good decks with and then with the collecting aspect you can use some other cards to kind of you know do other stuff but you can really get access to a lot of awesome cards right away.
0: Yeah, yeah, it it, it seems pretty fun. Um, Ryan, you said you've played a bit of it. Have you played? What does that mean?
2: Uh, I've unlocked all the cards with all the characters, and through the Nax expansion on hard mode, I I I burnt myself out on the game. Honestly, <laughs> I have, probably haven't played it in a few months because I I played the crap out of it. I you got it.
1: through you got through Nax on hard mode. Yes. That would burn me out, because yeah. those, those, <laughs> those were ridiculous when I tried them. I was like, no thanks, but no thanks, when I tried to go through that.
0: Though, also remember, yeah. too, John is terrible at video games.
1: Mm-hmm. That's actually fact. Hey, I'm at good. least I play them.
0: Ryan, I feel like you're good at video games. I don't know why I get that impression. Uh, it's
2: It's mixed. I'm good at some, terrible at others.
0: Okay. All right. I'm going to take that into advisement when listening to your review of... uh, John, are you ready for this transition?
1: Yeah, I think this is going to go super well, this segue. Are you ready? That we are are about to unleash on the masses.
0: We're going to segue the listener so hard right now. It's going to like...
1: It's just...
0: It's so seamless.
1: I want you to drop the segue
0: bomb. Dude, so we were just talking about... CCGs, right? Customizable card games, guys, right? And I thought it was collectible card game. Doesn't matter. And now we are get well. Well, I wonder if anyone on this episode happens to have been playing a card game, as it were, a virtual card game, as it were. Hmm. Ah. Hmm. I'm going to venture a guess and uh, and peruse. The uh, question of the interrogative formulation that it could potentially maybe Ryan, hello, how welcome? Have you played any such with games in your recent present?
2: I may have played a decoupage. <laughs> <of games. laughs> yes, I, I have actually. <laughs> I think you just made
0: John's day. <laughs> John can't uh,
2: breathe, guys. <laughs> I see his loud nail. He can't breathe. Oh, but yeah, uh, I've played a, uh, a game in the, the recent past, probably for about the last month. It's called Star Realms, and it's a, uh, it's a deck-building game, uh, very similar to Ascension... Or Dominion or Legendary if you played that game, and uh, it's a it's a two-player generally. Uh, you can play multiplayer uh, deck builder where you start with uh, a, a basic deck. Both people have the same type of deck. You have eight ships that can purchase for like currency, and two ships that can attack. There are your scouts and vipers, and uh, you basically. Choose who goes first. first player gets 3 cards, the second player gets 5, similar to in Hearthstone, where the, the second player gets a little bit of an advantage just because, you know, they didn't get to go first. And, uh, you basically you buy from a central row of cards, which is the trade row. So anybody familiar with Ascension, it's like the, the central row in Ascension, it's essentially the same thing. And you can only purchase things in, in the center row, as opposed to Ascension where you can purchase an attack. All of your attack will go straight to your enemy, who starts with 50 life, just like you do. And you just basically try to build the best deck with what you have to combat your opponent. There's a a lot of really interesting ways that you can build decks. There are four different factions in the game. They're the, uh, the Machine Cult, the Trade Federation, Star Empire, and Blob which does not fit with that naming scheme at all. <laughs> but, no, I, th- I think the Blobs are probably <laughs> my favorite. Oh, <laughs> uh, my girlfriend hates that Blob is one of the actual... It like, grosses her out, just to the name of it. Mm. But uh, the uh, each faction has its own type of uh, play style. So Machine Cult gears more towards getting rid of bad cards, uh, permanently scrapping them so your, your deck will be more tuned. The uh, the yellow guys, the trade federation, they, they focus towards making your opponent discard cards and making you draw cards. And then, uh, what was that trade federation? Nope, that was Star Empire. Sorry, I'm slacking. But that shows <laughs> that I am unqualified, which it means I'm qualified to be here.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to say. Remember,
2: remember where you are. Yeah, you right in. But, yeah, the other guys, the blue guys, the, I, I just usually call them by the color, they're more focused on gaining life and then the green guys are more focused on just, just hitting for straight damage. Draw a lot of cards, deal a lot of damage. Um, one interesting thing that does separate this from Ascension, uh, which actually a point that I uh, forgot to bring up, is one of the designers of Ascension actually designed this card game, as well as a pro a pro Magic player, and uh, it's uh, you can definitely tell it's very similar to Ascension. Uh, One of the differences, uh, if if anybody has ever played Ascension, there are construct cards that are cards that consistently stay in play as opposed to every other card that you play that goes away at the end of turn before you draw a new hand.
1: Yeah, it's almost like a creature that stays out.
2: Yeah, in in Star Realms you actually have bases, and there are two different types of bases. There's a standard base that uh, has a, a value that you can attack it for, and then there's an outpost that has a value you can attack it for, but you must attack it before attacking anything else. Similar to in Hearthstone when something has Taunt, it sure. works the exact same way. Uh, and the bases just have some sort of constant ability that's always going on, uh, and sometimes have a secondary ability that if you have a, if you played another car, card that coincides with it, you get the bonus. And the regular cards have that too, where if you play two of them at any time, you automatically get the bonus for both, if they have bonuses on them. Yeah, which... so,
1: you're, you're, so you're trying to kill your opponent in this game. Is it like, so In if, if we're going to compare it to some other deck builder games, you know, essentially you basically get to play everything in your hand, right, if I'm not mistaken?
2: Yes, basically, every what, turn you play every card.
1: Yeah, every turn you play every card that you can in your hand. In, in Dominion, you get one action, you get one buy, and that's pretty much it, and then you get to break the game in all sorts of different ways. Is this similar to either of those? Is this like Ascension and that every card you get in your hand you play?
2: Yes, it's just like Ascension. So you play every card out. Whichever cards you haven't played, they go to your discard at the end of the turn, and then you draw a new hand of five cards.
1: Okay. Okay. Right on. And so, like, there could be something that's, like, d- deal two damage, and if you draw five of those, because that's probably a really crappy hand, but if you were to draw five of those in one hand, it would just be ten damage on that turn to the opponent next turn. Yep. That's pretty okay. much it. Okay. So it seems pretty simple, and I'm sure that all of the cards break everything, and that's really where, like, the really the real beauty of the game comes in then, just like most yes.
2: deck builders. Yeah, the, the secondary abilities are really what makes the game interesting. So you, you, you're you able to tailor your deck more towards one certain style, or you can cut your opponent off of that style, and uh, you can, by the end of the game, it's just bonkers. It, it's a very snowball-y type of game. So by the end, your deck is just completely busted, and you want to snowball with people.
1: So like can you are there cards that give other people like bad cards these these snowballing games are just they're the worst kind of game <laughs> Uh so I want I'm really impressed by you like legitimately I want you to know that I'm like I'm legitimately impressed by you because that's that's twice now Um so God, I don't even know where I was going with that now. Now I'm completely off course. Uh, no, that
0: was good. Those are some good. Those are
1: some good callbacks. <laughs> yeah, so uh, oh, I don't what my question was. For, this doesn't sound like a video game. We're a video game podcast.? Okay? It's, it's, so,
2: there actually there is a video game version of it, which uh, they're better which be. I found, yeah, which I found because I don't always have somebody to play a card game with all the time. So they made a an app version. It's a, uh, it's not bad. It looks okay. Uh, it, it definitely seems like it's uh, not a high-budget thing, but it has all the basic mechanics. The, the only difference between playing IRL in real life or playing uh, at, at the computer... I don't have... AF. A- a- no, it's not AFK. I guess a- T- well, ATK. After like the keys. That doesn't work. Yeah, at the keys. But uh, the, the opponent plays out its entire turn super rapidly. And that makes it kind of difficult, especially when you're learning how to play, to, to figure out what's going on. You can only really see what's happening on your side of the board. But that also makes for, when you, when you do know how to play, a much more streamlined playtime. So you can play a game in five minutes as opposed to when you're sitting with a person and playing physical cards where it takes 30 or 40 minutes.
1: So are you only ever playing against artificial intelligence when you're playing the
2: app version, or is there also, like, player-to-player? There's actually online. I believe you can only play online if you have the purchased version of it. There is a free version and a purchased version of the app. It's That's only five That's kind of interesting. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. The, the free version, I believe, gives you the first, uh, the first campaign, which there's a uh, versus AI campaign that has, sp- like, modified type of decks that you have to play against and modified rule sets, and then they give you just easy mode of playing against just a standard game which even at easy mode is not necessarily easy because there is still a lot of random element to the game. Sure. But I, uh, I, I played a lot of the easy mode, played through the full first campaign, and absolutely it's, it's worth the $5 if, if you get interested in it. It's also unlocked on all platforms after you pay the $5. So if you want to put it on your phone or multiple computers, it is available. And then that's when you can play online as well which uh, it doesn't seem like there's many people in the online lobby ever. but as the test the other day I, I posted up on accident not figuring I couldn't figure out the, <laughs> the interface too well, but I started two games and uh, instantly people jumped on and I played against some other people.
1: You know and, I kind of uh, like this I kind of like this model where they give you they actually just give you the game for free and say okay, here's kind of like a slightly... Like you're actually going to get to play full games. You get all of the cards and everything. You just can't play with other people. And it's like, and if you want to play with other people, which is, you know, if you are a board gamer, which it you you kind of give me that impression that you do play play some yes. board games. Like, like quite a bit of board games. Exactly. So the whole thing about board games is the social aspect. I think that that's the reason why, to me, they are better than video games. But like the social aspect of the board game is really where it's at. So it's like they know they know what you're coming to this particular card game for. So it's like, hey, you can get this against the AI for free, and then if you want to give us five bucks, you can then play with other people. Not to mention that, I mean what, board games in general, even for for small deck building games, you're going to drop at least 20 bucks. Majority you'll see 30 or 40 for designer board games. So that's, you know, a drop in the bucket compared to that.
2: That's actually a big selling point of this card game. It's all inclusive. It comes in a a small box, actually, I don't know if you can see it, but the entire game comes in this box. And it's $15. It was at my local card store. And that was one of the reasons that I wanted to check it out, just because it was it was cheap. I've heard some good buzz about it, and I just wanted to check it out. They have uh, since made some like uh, expansions. Uh, they're like little booster pack 12-card editions. They've made four of them. I've only added two to my game so far, uh, and the two that I've added don't add any new mechanics. But supposedly the other two do. They add hero cards and event cards that are supposed to change the game substantially. So, and those I believe the little booster pack expansions are five dollars a piece, which doesn't seem right. If they sell the full game for fifteen dollars that has you know a hundred cards, and then they sell you twelve cards for five dollars, it just seems a little. Yeah,
1: uh, I mean the th- yeah, but like honestly, the production cost of having to package all, all all of those cards probably like if they probably wouldn't make any money on it at all if they sold it for two or three dollars. Yeah. Uh, pretty- I mean
2: it's only like a dollar more than a booster pack of Magic cards, and it's 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 gonna get more play than a booster pack of Magic cards would honestly because you get a lot sure, of crap. Sure, because any time you play the game, funny. you'll put it in
1: there, right? So yeah. yeah, absolutely. So one more time before before we wrap up, that what uh, what was the name of it and who publishes it?
2: It's called Star Realms, and let's see, White Wizard Games is the publisher, and you can find it either on Amazon or uh, local card stores uh, seem to be carrying it, some bookstores as well.
1: So keep, keep in mind, watch. listener, that then it's Star Realms, and so you can find that physical copy like he's talking about at like Amazon, or you can go on the App Store. Do you know if they've got – I'm assuming if they've got an Android app, they probably have an iOS yeah. app, right? So, yeah, or you yeah. can, Yeah, or you can go on an App Store – Um, for any of the devices and find it as well. Yeah, Google
2: Play, or go to the Star Realms website is where you can get the... uh, I know you can get the Windows version there. That's the one that I got.
1: Yeah, and, you know, uh, to piggyback on that for just a second, Dominion actually has a pretty good uh, iOS app I know as well because I actually own that. And you can buy all the expansions for that as well.
0: Yeah. Oh, I hate you so much right now. Did I say Dominion or Ascension? You said Dominion.
1: I meant Ascension. I don't think Dominion has an app. Okay. I yeah, I that. wouldn't. I wouldn't think so. Yeah, I meant Ascension. So Ascension has a pretty good iOS app that works pretty well and has multiplayer as well. So there are some some other deck builder games out there that uh, and, that you can get iOS.
0: And for reference, listener, I like. I am not as big of a board gamer as as John or Ryan. From what it sounds like, you don't um, do anything. I don't do anything really, but I do love Dominion. Dominion is what is well was for a long time I favorite a deck-building game. Unless you count the Star Wars and Star Trek customizable card games by Decipher back in the day. Do you, you mean collectible stuff. card games? Nope, they were customizable card games. I still have the wrappers to some of the cards to prove that to you. I feel like that just is not what that means. I... You're wrong. <laughs> uh, it was the Star Wars and Star Trek customizable card games, and they were awesome. But anyway, I love Dominion. Oh, love wait,
1: wait, wait. No, they those did have deck-builder versions. Yes, yes. I know what you... Those did have deck builder games. You're not talking about the collectible card game, which you also played. What? <laughs> did, didn't you play the Star Wars collectible card game? I played the Star Wars customizable card game. Okay. Wasn't there also a, a deck a building Star Wars game? They had sealed
0: know. they had sealed deck tournaments.
1: I don't think you have any idea what you're talking about. That's what I'm gonna go with here. You don't know what you're talking about. What are you talking... where was there a Star Wars deck building game? I know there was a Star Trek deck building game. Oh when Star- you say deck building,
0: let's let's clarify for the listener.
1: Okay, yeah. So deck build a deck building game is a game like, like Dominion, Dominion. <laughs> where you buy a set of cards and you then Draft cards throughout the game, buy cards, acquire cards in a various number of ways to create a deck as you are playing the game that you then use to win the game. Dominion fits this mold. You acquire cards as you're playing the game, you create a deck to win the game.
0: Right. So, so Hearthstone Star- in is not a deck-building game.
1: Correct. No. So Star Wars is a collectible card game. It is a customizable card game... Those words don't mean anything. That's not a thing. I have I'm Star Wars you, and Star I don't Trek. care what you have. I'm i going don't to get care. Packs. It's not a thing. No, I'm it's leaving not, to get. I don't pa- care. I'm going in the next. Room I don't to get care packs. what your packs say. Nobody like cares what your packs say. Ryan, do you care what his packs say?
2: I'm curious to see what his packs say. Honestly, all right.
1: All right, you could be my you could be my you could be means. my judge my judge ruling here. Okay, to your knowledge, to your knowledge, is it collectible card game or is it customizable card game?
2: Collectible. Okay. Yeah,
1: that's what I thought. Like Magic: The Gathering is not a customizable card game. That doesn't make they any sense. It,
2: they call it a trading card game generally.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Or should I'd I say through. Pinteresting? Because
0: I should look at these Star Trek: The Next Generation customizable card game.
2: No, That's know,
1: a nice I just plot. said Star Trek made a deck builder game. You literally were not listening to a word I was saying. You I just, said, in no, addition I, to a collectible card
0: game. And then said. I said, no, it was a customizable card game. And you go, there's no such thing as a customizable card game. I, I won I that conversation.
1: I swear to god, you do not listen to a word that I'm saying on this damn podcast. I'll and I'm it. I'm not even kidding. Like you Star literally Wars, you literally we, don't listen to we, me we, when I'm talking.
0: Star Wars customizable card <laughs> game
2: for our viewers on YouTube. It is very largely written on these boxes. This, this reminds me of when I was a little kid and thought BMW meant big mean woman. For like the longest time, to <laughs> so you, CCG is customizable card game. All right, so
1: so CCG is, is my big mean woman, is basically what, <laughs> what this boils down to. Okay. All right, no, I'm fine with that. All right, I don't
0: know if there was a Star Trek deck building game as you have mentioned there may there, have been.
1: There was. There was a Star Trek deck building game. That's what oh, I was trying okay, to say.
0: Okay, okay, okay.
1: But there was also a collectible card game.
0: Oh my god, I played the Star Trek deck building game in Mexico. Of course we all did. No, I'm dead serious. I played it with Blake and Max and Blake's wife. Oh my god. I told you it exists. Oh, my God, wow. And I reinforced the patriarchy by referring to Blake's wife as uh, her relation to Blake as a human. So there you go. Send the angry emails to unqualifiedpodcast at gmail.com. I'm
1: sorry,
2: Ryan, what's your email? <laughs> Send angry emails. <laughs> my email is customizablecardgameplayer at gmail.com. At gmail.com. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah that, there you go. That. That poor guy or girl that actually has an email address.
0: <laughs> so that all happened. Yeah. Well, it sounds like a good game. You did a better job explaining that game than John ever has done of really anything on this podcast. She didn't even know what a customizable card game
1: was. All I can say, <laughs> All I can say is that at least I play games. That's my only defense.
0: I play Hearthstone now, which is a game that you made me play. I
1: do love that game.
0: Battle. So instead of playing new games, I'm just going to play... Game. Wait, what did you... <laughs> uh, but instead of playing new games, I'm just going to rehash old games that John has played. Next, I'm going to play Binding of Isaac. Look for my
1: review on the 100th episode. That's hey, that would be true. great. I, I would love to talk to you about Binding of Isaac, because that game is really good.
2: The game is amazing. Yeah. Um, well, you two just reviewed it, so... That was a good review. Amazing. I thought it
0: was very concise. Very concise. I have nothing else to contribute to this conversation, uh, quite frankly. But no, no starROm sounds really fun. Actually, I may check out the uh, app on my Android device, my HTC Evo 4G LTE from Sprint, the now network, the world's fastest 4G network. I'm sorry, it's a Sprint. This is a this is an HTC One M8. My God, I'm so behind the times. This is my HTC 1M8 from Sprint Network, the world's fastest 4G network. And on it, I um, am looking forward to downloading Star Realms and also um, continuing to access, if my phone's not going to crash while I try to pull this up, the. Uh, oh, what is it? Oh, it's the Unqualified Gamers app. That's the theme song of uh, the Unqualified
2: Gamers app. Maybe the theme song of a uh, hillbilly that's on a bucket somewhere. I, I like our regular theme song a lot better than that. Actually,
0: <laughs> I, I do as well. Um, uh, for those of you just joining us, first of all, why did you join a podcast 45 minutes into it? But also too, because listen, you can you can get our podcast on the Unqualified Gamers app, or uh, you can subscribe on iTunes, or 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 wait wait hold on, Ryan, how do you how do you listen? I'm very interested in this actually.
2: I actually go to the unqualified site and I've signed up for the mailing list. So every time you have a new posting, it shows up through my Gmail, which comes uh, to my phone.
0: Very awesome, cool. All right, yeah. I almost forgot we had one of those. Yikes!
1: <laughs> I was just gonna ask you, Cody. Do we have any idea how many people actually signed
2: up for our mailing list? Is it one? Is it our Ryan? We,
0: our website actually says it's like a thousand day. something, but I'm not sure that I believe that.
2: That's so how many I count as. Actually. <laughs> yeah.
1: You signed up a thousand times. Now that makes a lot of sense. All right, you really are our
0: number one listener. That's that's pretty phenomenal. Actually,
2: number one through that's one thousand. What super. a super fan!
0: That is super. Which um, is an
2: item in Bunny Isaac. Also, a little fun fact. The super fan. The SMB super fan. John, why didn't you make that reference? Because I don't
0: think
1: I've actually got that item yet.
0: Oh, uh, 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 I play every video game, and Cody doesn't play any. Uh, you don't
1: play any video games. I played, but I, am, but I am glad you're playing Hearthstone. We'll need to play together now once you actually make a deck.
0: I played Words of Friends this morning, the new Words of Friends with the Tinder feature. I didn't you match sound, anybody.
1: You really sound like you really sound like you're just desperately grasping at things. It's kind of pathetic.
0: Alright, alright, whatever. Well um thank you for that review of Star Realms, Ryan. Um Is there anything else you've been playing?
1: Yeah. Any other any other console, anything?
2: Um I recently beat Transistor, but I barely paid attention to it, honestly. Like <laughs> it's supposed to be like a great story driven game. I just wanted to fight things, so I just went oh, through it. A it's glowing true. review
1: for when you and yeah. I finally play it, Cody.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Well hey, he liked the the gameplay apparently, hey, so that's good. It was
1: awesome. Yeah. Well, okay, awesome is good. So that'll give us something then to look forward for sure.
2: to. Sure. I actually I paid for the soundtrack as well. I bought the soundtrack. So that should let you know something. It oh, and low, the Bastion
1: soundtrack interest. is so good. So Transistor
2: is very good as well. Awesome. That's good to hear.
0: And Transistors by the creators of Bastion, which we've reviewed on this podcast. So that's that's really interesting. Very cool. Um, I like that a lot. Well, um, <clears throat> well, then why don't we talk about what John's been playing? Do you want to stick around, Ryan? Sure. Cool. All right. Well, because your commentary, quite frankly, is going to be more entertaining than mine. I keep muting my microphone because I'm apparently sick all winter. I mean, I'm not like Nargoleth sick like some people on this podcast, but like...
1: Uh, that, was, that, was, that was surprisingly close. Seriously, that was surprisingly close. What,
0: Nargoleth? What is it?
1: It's Nurgle, but Nargleth is surprisingly close.
0: Nargleth is way better than Nurgle.
1: No, Nurgle's pretty good. Nurgle? Yeah, Nurgle.
0: I'm pretty sure it's Nargleth.
1: Doesn't Nurgle just kind of evoke this image of some small little green, like pudgy dude, maybe bald, that you step on and goo comes out? Like that's what I think of when I think of a Nurgle.
2: Uh, when I hear Nargleth, I think of a Viking.
1: Yeah, yeah. So see, big, and I mean, big this, and strong. Right. this this is certainly not big and strong.
2: Would it be a Minnesota Viking.
1: No, no, it wouldn't. Nur <laughs> Nurgle is more of this small little green thing that spits out poison and garbage that I'm talking about. Anyway, I have been playing. <laughs> I have been playing a game that I uh, didn't even like know about until uh, I knew it existed, but I never really delved into it at all. Uh, but but it's, it's a free. To, it's another free to play game. Why the hell are we talking about free-to-play games so much? Uh, it's called Warframe. Have you heard of this? Have either of you heard of this?
2: Heard of it, but don't know details on it.
1: And Cody doesn't hear of anything. I'm going to assume you haven't heard of it, Cody? I all right. He's... Cody gave yeah. up all hope. Yeah, he gave up all hope. So, uh, okay. So um, Warframe is a... It's a third-person It's a third person shooter, and I teased this on, like, the last two episodes, but when I very, very, very first mentioned it, I said, it's like they took Mass Effect 3 multiplayer and they turned it into a full game. And the Mass Effect 3 multiplayer was a, a road that I ended up going down in the weirdest of ways, and that, like, I didn't expect to ever play it, I expected to like pick up Mass Effect 3, play just the single player, and just put it down and not even touch the multiplayer. I ended up playing the multiplayer of Mass Effect 3 for possibly, I don't know, 75 hours or something like that. Like something outrageous. I played that game for an outrageous amount of time with the multiplayer. And all it was, was uh, wave-based uh, missions where it was just you and a squad of three other people and you would just take on 10 waves of dudes, right? So, Warframe is like that, only with a higher production value, because that is the only thing that it is, and a a larger and more varied mission structure. So, whereas um, you know, Mass Effect, the multiplayer would take place in these big arenas, um, and it'd be like the same six arenas. The uh, the multiplayer in in Warframe takes place over these like huge, sprawling maps, and uh, the objectives are way more varied. So rather than just kill everything, sometimes you got to kill all the enemies. Sometimes you have to defend like a base. Sometimes you have to capture points on the map. Um, you know, like I think they're kind of standard multiplayer shooter tropes. I don't play, I don't play a lot of multiplayer, lot of multiplayer shooters, shooters, but I, I think that they're, they're kind, kind of standard mission types. types. Or, or um, assassinate, assassinate certain certain, certain uh, bad, bad individuals, individuals. or. Um, protect, like, an escort mission for another one. So there's all these different mission types, but the the real kind of beauty of the game is that, like most single-player games, it has this... First of all, it's fun to play, which is important, because I, I wouldn't play it if it wasn't fun to play. Like, the shooting and everything and the the movement in it feels really fun. You feel really fast and really powerful. Uh, but the fun thing about it for me is that it's got this very long, like... It's got a very long grind to it. It's got this huge kind of grind tail. So um, the reason it's called Warframe is because you equip a Warframe at the start of the game, and that is your class. And so eventually you can unlock other Warframes by crafting them, so you'll have to, like, buy a blueprint, and you don't have to farm materials for them, and then you can craft a new one. And your Warframe can be changed at will when you have them unlocked. So it's basically like changing your class in a multiplayer shooter. And so you can change to kind of whatever class you have unlocked, and um, that's that. They all have four different abilities they can use. They all play way different. And then there's a primary, a secondary, and a melee weapon that you have as well. Those can be, blueprints can be bought. Those can then be unlocked uh, by grinding out materials and unlocking them. And those are each leveled up individually, which is actually kind of reminiscent of uh, of Infinity Blade on on iOS, which was a game by Chair. Um, but it, basically, every equipment, every piece of equipment has its own leveling structure. So you can level those up to like I think level thirty or level fifty or something, um, and they get more powerful as you level them up. But there's you know thirty to forty weapons of like 30 to 40 primary weapons, 30 to 40 secondary weapons, and 30 to 40 melee weapons. So, like, the amount of time that you can spend playing this game if you want to level up these weapons is outrageous. But what it allows you to do is it allows you to kind of figure out what you like and then stick with that and play with that and, and kind of slowly and continually get more powerful by, by playing with those. So um, it has been... Uh, surprisingly fun. Like, I'm I'm genuinely surprised by how much fun I'm having it, having with it. Um, and uh, the weird thing is that I've probably played it for, like, I don't know, 12-ish hours, and I still do not have any other guns or Warframes unlocked. That's how long it takes to unlock stuff. So, like, I just have the original gear that I started with. It's up, like I'm up to, like, level 20-ish, Something with that particular character, and eventually I'm unlocking these these single player quests that will unlock huge mission hubs that I can then go to to just go down and play missions as much as I want. Um, and it like tells you what materials you like stand to get from these missions, so you know exactly what you're going to get by playing these missions. And it's it's good. It's really fun. It's just a very surprisingly fun game.
2: Yeah, it, it seems interesting. Uh, the way that you explain it, it makes it sound like there's not really a, uh, like a PvP element. You said you're fighting wave-based things. Is there an actual competitive... Aspect to it or are you or are you on a squad with people just helping them?
1: So there are some things, and here's one of my biggest gripes with the game is that it's really obtuse in terms of all of the things that it can do. But apparently you can like join a clan and the clans can fight each other in like these in like these PvP maps for controls of sectors. So like they they've They've put this weird this thing in the game, and I don't even really know how this works because I haven't done a lot of research on it. But from what I can tell, a clan can basically claim stake in like a particular part of space, and they they create like a thing on this one mission site, or it could be like a mission hub. And, and then, then any time a player runs a mission at that hub, they pay tribute to the clan based on what they they get in their mission rewards and then the clans can fight each other if a if a clan has, has claimed a spot, another clan can come in and fight them for that particular stake of land like it's just this, it's this whole back end PvP thing that they don't even talk about when you first start playing the game because I think it's more of like an advanced type thing, but it's there and so they do have PvP somewhere there, it's just That's I have true. no idea where it's at no idea, it, and I don't know how to it, access it.
2: It almost seems like the the point to like holding on to those places maybe that'll unlock new missions or so you can get better gear or something like that.
1: I really have no idea. I don't like I said, the game is so they they do the really dumb sci-fi thing where they rename everything. Everything gets a new name. So um if you are a completely new player, you can't you have no ground for anything. So you can't compare anything to anything else that you know, um, and they don't do a good job of explaining like how to buy stuff. Um, so, like, you, there's a, there's a, and there's multiple forms of currency, which is another issue that a lot of people have with some free-to-play games. But basically, what it boils down to, just the crash course, is that you uh, you get credits from playing missions, and then you can buy blueprints for stuff with those credits. And then you can, you can basically um, use stuff that you find in the missions to craft the weapons or the warframes that you have just bought the blueprints to. Or you can bypass all of that by buying platinum, which is the, um, that's the actual money to currency currency, and you can just buy anything you want.
2: Gotcha, that was my next question actually is where the payment element came
1: in. Right, and so you can really earn from what I can tell, there's a couple of cosmetic things that you um, we're talking about Warframe. Um, There's a couple of cosmetic things that you can buy um, with with only real money which I like when that's a thing when they only do cosmetic stuff Um, but you can earn any of the actual gameplay stuff. By
2: playing Gosh, the game yeah. for long enough. That, actually, that sounds a lot like a, another game called Vindictus. I don't know if you've ever heard of that one. That's a free-to-play that's the same way. You only buy cosmetic things, really, and everything else you can just get by playing.
1: I, I haven't, but I think that's a model that has kind of been adopted uh, a lot um, ever since really, League of Legends and, and uh, Dota 2 became so big, because it's the same model that they use uh, in their in their free-to-play models, so you can earn all of the champ. You like in in Dota, you literally get all the champions up front, and you only pay for cosmetic stuff. In League, you can unlock the champions with currency that you get from playing the game, uh, and the you, the only thing you, that you can't unlock with earned currency is skins for the characters. So I think it's kind of a I think it's kind of a common model because uh, it allows game players to feel like you're, you're not paying to win. You know what I mean, which is nice.
2: Yeah,
1: but I, I want to keep playing Warframe. Uh, the other great part for me is that the missions take anywhere from fifteen to to twenty minutes. Some of them can take up to like thirty, but I can just drop in, play a mission, and get out again. And so far, the matchmaking has been really good. I've I've only kind of I, I've had trouble one night finding other people to play with, but for the most part, it just it allows you to just join up with anyone.
2: Gotcha. Is it online only, or is there any type of local play that you can do with
1: it? It's online only. You actually, uh, when you boot up the game, you have to sign in to their servers. So, like, they maintain all the servers for it. So you actually have to sign in just like you would with, like, a World of Warcraft or a Hearthstone,
2: stuff like that. Diablo or something like that. Right,
1: exactly. And then they maintain all of that. So it is is all online. Uh, And they do have a PS4 version. Uh, and maybe PS3, but for sure PS4 version as well. So you can get it on consoles as well, I think. All
2: right. wonder well, how that sounds Cody's like doing. There he is. <laughs> Cody, did you think that
1: that game sounded great from all the, from everything you just heard about it? That game sounds fantastic from
0: everything I just heard about it, which is maybe the last three or
1: four minutes. So basically you heard the free-to-play structure.
0: Not... I mean, I wasn't really even listening. I was just trying yeah, to get my Yeah, hey, that's a
1: lot like every other time that you're actually in an episode with me.
0: Pretty much. Pretty much. So that happened. Well, is that all you have to say about Warframe? Because <laughs> I'd like to tell you what just happened to me. I swear to God.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah, let's... Yeah, you know what?
0: Yeah. All right, my job had this garage sale, right? Kind of, as of sorts. My job had this sale. And they're like, we're going to sell old laptops that we used to use for 50 bucks, right? So you got a $50 laptop, Lenovo ThinkPad, right? You, like, buy it as is. That's is not bad. It's got an i5 Intel. 50 bucks for an i5 Lenovo ThinkPad. So I recorded with it once. And literally the last 20 seconds of the episode, like we were in the midst of signing off, it just, like, got a crackly screen and then shut down. Just, like, goodbye. So cool. All right. So the next episode, I realized so I realized it was really hot, right? So I have a literal ice pack. I have a literal ice pack. And what I did is I put my laptop on a box, right? And then I, I put a something underneath the ice pack and then had the laptop, the edge of the laptop, sit on the ice pack. I'm not making this up. To keep the laptop cool. And it worked. For the last three weeks, it's worked. Today, I, I, I my um, my girlfriend moved the Tupperware on which this was sitting last week. So this week I got this mug, this frosty, this weird, insane snowman mug. I don't know why I own it. And I put this on top of it, this ice pack, and then I put the edge of the laptop on top of that.
1: What the hell the kind of, of rig are you? You've got, like, some weird Jenga thing that you use. Get, get like, a... a Stand
2: or something. What is wrong? With- we have no budget, John. We have or, no budget. Or on Cody's defense, that frosty mug keeps it a little bit cooler. Just because it's a frosty mug.
1: See, thank you. Stay I frosty. I don't know what is wrong with you. I don't understand. I like what is Ryan. Wrong with and he
0: you. knows what's going on. So um, the ice pack apparently did not do its job because it didn't freeze flat. And what I think happened is it wasn't laying across the bottom of the laptop properly because of its, you see, it's got like a bulge, it's very oblong, oblique here, right? So anyway, so the laptop froze. Well, here's where it gets funny. So then I go in and grab my, my MacBook, which is what I used to record with. Say, hello, MacBook. Hello, MacBook. All right, cool. So I do that now. So I go to log on. <laughs> I go to log on. And you know how occasionally you log into a Google account, and it'll say like, We'd like to verify that your phone number on record is a valid recovery phone number. You know, that kind of stuff that you get once in a while? Yeah. A little See, Ryan knows what I'm talking about. John stopped listening <laughs> months ago. But um, but so I got that screen, but check this out. Because my girlfriend is has a Ph.D., basically, in speaking Spanish, she had all my Google set to Spanish, because the last time she logged into her Google account on my computer, she set it to Spanish language. So now I have suddenly got upside-down question marks and accents over all these E's and stuff like that. And I don't know how to log in while I'm scrambling to rejoin the podcast to hear you talk about Warframe, which now I'm going to have to listen to later, but it um, sounds like it was a
2: good time. It, it actually sounds like an interesting game. I'm probably going to take a look at it.
0: Sweet. Maybe I'll listen to this episode to hear John talk about it.
2: You know, if you ever have computer issues in the future, that's actually what I do. That's my job. I'm a computer guy. So, Ice Pack uh, may not have been the best idea. It's interesting that it worked. <laughs> Maybe some compressed air uh, would have helped a little bit. Yeah, I'm
0: not going to record on that laptop anymore. I would recommend it. It is what I've decided. And Microsoft LifeCam, the Microsoft Webcam, HD webcam I'm using on my Apple laptop, is, like, skewering my head so I look disproportionately skinny, which is fine with me. I mean, I like looking like that. But it's just, look at all these problems, and yet we finished the episode before your bedtime for you, John. Just for you.
1: I literally don't know why I do this with you.
0: Literally. Well, next episode's episode one hundred, so you better get it together. Yeah, you better get it together.
1: Oh <laughs> snap!
2: Any any big surprises for the big one hundred?
1: I'm 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 not gonna say anything, but I, I mean, there's a chance uh, that President Barack Obama may be on our show. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's a chance.
0: I mean, speculation, so, of course. I mean,
1: I'm I like I don't wanna you know. Uh, I don't want to commit. To there's a chance.
0: Yeah. And he's unqualified to to game apparently.
1: Yeah.
0: Qualified to be president of the United States of America, qualified again? Yeah, I don't know. I Don't know about that. No, I don't know. Uh, I'd like to invite back uh, possibly smoldered guests or right? there's all these options that we have. It's it's wild. wild and crazy. Um but I'm sure I will announce it haphazardly over the weekend at some point. Uh
1: it's pretty, how we do here.
0: Yeah. it's pretty much how we do things here. It's pretty much how we do things here. There was a reason. There was a thing I wanted to say when I got back. Oh, YouTube comments. We have one more thing to do, YouTube comments from last week. Because John doesn't reply to YouTube comments, and I can't reply to YouTube comments due to some of the constraints of my job. So rather than, um, rather than reply to the comments on YouTube proper, um, we simply read the comments from last week only my computer's loading very slowly. So uh John, fill the time with elevator music, please, if you will.
1: Alright, this is taking way too long for you to find these YouTube comments. I gave you I gave you twenty <gasps> seconds no, of elevator yeah, I gave you 20 seconds. They're earlier. pulled up, but you, you know what the funny
0: thing is? I actually replied to all of the uh, YouTube comments.
1: <laughs> okay,
2: well done. So remember that yes. time? Remember that time <laughs> that you remember just that tried to that... set us up? <laughs> How long are they going to do this elevator music? <laughs> that was really I, I just... Just, a, just a test. John was that.
0: horrifying me. Ryan, you had some sick beats. You had some sick beats. Some sick beats. I'm not going to oh, lie. Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a producer also. Music producer.
1: Well, hey Cody, he's Ryan a lot be- he's a lot better than you. No really, well, Re- really he's a lot he's a lot better than be you. Said,
0: well, whatever. Fine. That's fine with me. Um Well, I had fun because of Ryan.
1: No, I did too. Ryan, you were great. Thank you very much for joining us. You really helped kind of break the monotony of Cody. So I really, really appreciate that.
2: Thanks for letting me hang out. It's going to be weird listening to myself talk in the future.
1: Yeah, I mean, I never do that. I actually probably recommend against it if I were you.
0: Uh, no, don't recommend against it because it's good for people to do. But uh, you sound like a good, sexy radio kind of voice kind of going on. Much better than John. Like, I'm glad that you weren't like this, like, whiny, kind of like, voice cracking every couple seconds, you know, kind of like... I mean, look at... listen to John. Well,
1: to be fair, fair, I've used my radio voice. If I used my real voice, nobody would... I mean, nobody would listen.
0: True. Um, And and speaking of listening, if you're watching this on YouTube, or I don't know how you found us, but um, as Ryan mentioned, there's a few different ways to listen. You can uh, subscribe to our newsletter... At unqualified game, well, it's not our newsletter at all. But you can subscribe to updates at unqualifiedgamers.com on the right. If you haven't, an and if you have an Apple uh, like iPhone or iOS device or iPod or whatever, you can go to the podcast app and search for unqualified gamers. We're on iTunes, and you can subscribe that way. If you have an Android phone, podcast app. Ask- T-I-T-C-H-E-R, like Stitcher. Um, if you use that very popular Android app, we're also on there, search for Unqualified Gamers. We have our own dedicated app for Android devices only, uh, the Unqualified Gamers app in the Google Play Store and the Amazon App Store. So you can go, and uh, through those, you can subscribe. And if you just like to listen to an individual episode, you can go to unqualifiedgamers.com and search for episodes there. Or subscribe to us on YouTube if you'd like to consume the content that way because we also post some videos other than just our podcast, like occasionally, very occasionally, let's play videos or unboxing videos and some other things like that. So those are the ways to get a hold of us. Um, there's also like a whole how to listen section on our website too in case you didn't take notes uh, Profuse. You stay on that. But I think it's worth mentioning, Jonathan, to the listener, how they can continue to listen because sometimes people don't really know what a podcast is. Sometimes you are just like, a... what? Has heard people talk for an hour.
1: Yeah, I have done a lot of back-end work to get all that stuff working. All
0: right. So, All right. Wow. So
1: I, I'm glad that you gave me a little that bit of actually credit, happened. credit there for all of the things that I do for this podcast. <sighs>
0: I uh, I spent seven hours on our website Saturday.
1: I I, I would you. I spent about that long thinking about it. Did you? Nope.